1: All right, we're back with our study of theology and we're talking about the names of god and let me just take a quick pause here we've got two more names to deal with uh, we're just about finished with the study on the names of god but uh, i i was remembering last night as i was praying about this thing uh when uh, curtis my son who's alongside me here uh, when his mother was pregnant for the first time and i, I wanted a son you know what father doesn't but uh we love we love i've, I've also got a daughter and i love them equally i let me them. tell you that and and uh, but when uh we were talking about what should we name uh our son if, if indeed we have a son and i got out a book of names i, I got one from the library of, of men's names and here's the two names that that i just wanted very much to name this young man. And his mother agreed. That's a good name. Now, the word Curtis means courteous. Yes,
0: sir, it does.
1: It does. It (laughs) means courteous. Don't interrupt me.
0: (laughs) That was not very courteous.
1: Oh, no. But the name's courteous. I wanted him to be a polite man. And then His middle name is Alan, A-L-A-N. And you know what that means? It means harmony. I wanted this polite young man to live in harmony with God. Amen. And so there's his name, Courteous Harmony. What's in a name? These names are important. I I said that to tell you how important names are. Whenever I say his name, I remember why I named him that. Okay, we just got finished with Jehovah Shammah, and now we go to Adonai. Oh, yes. Adonai Jehovah.
0: A-D-O-N-A-I. That's right. J-E-H-O-V-A-H.
1: Adonai and, Jehovah. And it means simply, Lord God. I hear preachers pray often time. They say, Lord God, Lord God. And they're asking, Lord God, what what does that mean? Well, Adonai means master. We have a cute little chihuahua in this house. Little chihuahua dog. Oh,
0: no. It's a shih tzu.
1: Okay, it's a shih tzu. (laughs) And you know what? That dog knows who is his her master. Her name's Cuddles. She knows. Yeah. I take her out. She has to go to the potty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a rather long, a long driveway, and it leads to a rather busy street. Well, she wants to walk down that driveway oftentimes, and, and she has to go to her right hand or to her left hand to get into the grass where she can do yeah. her job. Yeah. And if she's if she gets to going too fast down this driveway and looking like she wants to get to the street, I say, no, no, that's far enough. Don't go there. Yeah. And she understands it and she immediately turns to her right or to her left, whatever grass is closest, and she does her job. Yeah. She knows who the master is. That's right. Do you know who the master is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we obey him?
0: That's the question.
1: This this name talks about God as our divine master who demands our obedience and service. He's the possessor of men, but he's also the ruler of men. You find that in Joshua 7, verses 8 through 11, and John 13, 13.
0: The, Ad- psalmist, the psalmist used that term a lot in, yeah. in the book of Psalms.
1: Yep. And even,
0: I think, some of the Pharisees, when they addressed Jesus, addressed him as Adonai. Adonai.
1: That's right. They did. The Hicodias did. did. Yep. It's right. hmm mm-hmm. So, uh, God... Adonai Jehovah is our master, and then the last word, the last name in this list is the word pater p a t e r. Ah, yeah, you've heard the word patron, patron, patriarch, patriarchs. Yeah, Yeah, it's all it's the root word for all of those things, which means uh, a ruler. Uh, and, and so mostly it's related to Israel because. That's where it's used the most in Deuteronomy 32, 6, Isaiah 63, 16. But it's also to all the redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And we'll find that in Matthew 6, verse 9, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 6, Ephesians 3 14. He's our Father
0: by adoption.
1: Oh <laughs> that's another doctrine, Curtis. You are you're, you're sneaking another yeah, doctrine sorry, in on me. Pastor that's all right. right. By the and by the way, if it sounds like we're having too much fun studying and, and teaching the word of God, there ain't such thing as too much yeah, fun. No, oh right. we just that's we right. just love it. In fact, we sit at a table down in my basement. <laughs> yeah. And studied together, and we just have so much fun, we can hardly stand it. That's right. Yeah, and the time goes by so quickly, as it's doing right now, so I better get back to this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, now, why in the world should we understand all the things about the name of God? Because the Bible tells us that whosoever shall call upon the name of God, of the Lord, shall Be saved. What's in a name? That's right. Everything everything that a name implies is is implied in the names of God.
0: And it also reveals the the second part of what we're going to go over in his attributes. His
1: attributes, and we're going to start that in just a moment and probably won't be able to finish it in this podcast.
0: Uh, well, I think, yeah.
1: I, we'll, we'll do our best. Well, if okay.
0: it takes another episode or two, that's fine with me. Okay. I don't think our listeners will mind either.
1: How about you, listeners? <laughs> I hope you're having as much fun as we And this is not a teaser to get you to tune no. in the next time. No. Uh, although, <laughs> maybe it is. No, it well, isn't.
0: we've been kind of guilty of that. Well, time we have time.
1: been. So, why, why, is, why is the name so important, so prominent in the study of theology. Okay, let me just say it. They that know thy name, that is all that thou art, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. Let me ask you this. Do you know God by name, are you that familiar with God that you can call him Potter, Father? Do you know him that well?
0: Is he your Adonai?
1: Is he your Adonai? That's right. Is he your Jehovah Shammah? It's just, you just have to know the name of the God. It says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, Proverbs 18, 10. The righteous runneth into it. And is safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's important to know God by his name. You know,
0: and now that you've said that, the way the world's going, we definitely need our strong tower. We're going to need it. Yep. There's a war on Christianity, folks.
1: Yep. There really is. There, I mean, right now, as we speaking. In matter of fact, I'm kind of surprised that we haven't been taken down off a, 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 of a platform.
0: Well, that could happen at some point in time, but until it does, uh, we're going to keep doing what we're doing,
1: and we'll thank the platforms for giving us this uh, this opportunity. But we thank God more than anybody, yes. and than anything, and so, and so, what is God like? What is his name implying here? What are his attributes? Well, there's two sets of attributes of God. There's a, his absolute uh, attributes, and uh, um, well, we'll get to his we'll get to his other attributes uh, in a minute, and we might probably won't get to it in this lesson. So hang with us. Um, Attributes. It means the virtues or qualities of someone, and uh, uh, and uh, so we're talking about the uh, the virtues uh, and qualities uh, of that are inherent in God, and uh, and and His name is a way of revealing to us who He is, what He does, what He can do, what He will do, uh, and 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 everything else. And God never magnifies one of His attributes at the expense of another. In other words, He doesn't say, "Well, I'm I'm uh, uh, I'm Jehovah uh, Shammah today, and tomorrow I'll be the Lord God, and the, and and then then later on I'll be the Lord Your Banner." Nope,
0: no, nope. all of those things all the time.
1: I'm all those things all the time. That's why He says, "I am." that i am that i am yep eternal eternal everlasting everlasting that's
0: right
1: no beginning no end he's the same yesterday today and forever, and forever. Amen. yep so anyway let's go through um, let's go through the attributes uh, we're going to talk about uh, the attributes. Uh, Absolute attributes first, and because God is absolute, um, he's an absolute being. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So here's his uh, absolute attributes it means those things that belong to him and him alone. First, the first attribute is is immensity. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the psalmist says, "When I look at the when I consider the sun, the moon, the stars that thou hast made, how great thou art! What, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Mm. I mean, <clears throat> can you imagine? Can you imagine the immensity of space? And the answer to that, of course, no, no, you can't. No."
0: Not with a finite mind,
1: no, no, no. We 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 I, kind of have them. That's right. We kind kind of define things by their borders. Yep. In God's immensity, folks. Now I got A's in English, but I'm going to use some colloquial. With God, there ain't no borders. No,
0: no, there aren't.
1: And this this talks, you know, no, even more than just his omnipresence. I mean, um, in in Second Chronicles six eighteen, it says, "Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee." If I were to, to jump in a spaceship and I said, "Take me to the edge of space," let's say that at some point I run into a wall,
0: the very edge of space. Yeah.
1: Wait a minute. Then I would have to ask,
0: what's on the other side?
1: What's on the other side of that wall? And guess what? Space. Space. And that's, as best I can treat this immensity of God, is uh, the heaven of heavens cannot contain me. There's no place where you can't be.
0: There's an old hymn that says, his love has no limit. His grace has no measure, his power, no boundary known unto men.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again.
1: Yeah. Not not only does God fill up all the space, space is the extension of his immensity. Holy cow. The extension. Meaning, there's no extent to it. It, it. it there's it can't be, it can't be found. We've said this earlier with regard to one of His names. Uh, God is the center, and His center is everywhere. Yeah. Wherever He is, He's the center of it. By the way, is the is He the center of your life? Well, I hope so. He's the center of ours. That's right. Sometimes we, sometimes we step out of the center, and yeah. it's not very good. Oh, so we jump back in it. Yeah, yeah. And we said, "His center is everywhere and his circumference is nowhere. Uh, and, 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 and you can't explain that in human terms. Our minds don't work that way. It can't. Why? Because we're not God. So that's, right. that's God's immensity. That's... Secondly, it's his eternity. Genesis 21, 33 says he has neither beginning nor end. Um, you know, we, we, we divide time into past, present, and future. And that's how we understand things. Uh, uh, later on today, I'm going to go over to Costco and get a pie for my wife. That's future. See, that's how I determined later on today. Yeah. Okay. That's that's and, and see, we're I'm bound by my time.
0: And we can see into our future a little bit. For instance, we know we have about fourteen minutes left in this segment before this segment's over. We know it'll end in fourteen minutes.
1: Yeah. And and then and then on Tuesday we'll finish up uh, the attributes of God. We'll, if the let,
0: Lord gives us that time. If. Yeah.
1: Gives us that what? That time. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're getting a little better look at eternity. Oh, huh? Wow. Um, look in your Bibles for this, uh, for this eternal existence thing. Psalms 90 verse 2 and also Psalms 90 verse 102. Excuse me. Psalm 102 verse 24. Um, his awesome name is I Am. And and it, it, it talks about his his eternal, pure, total, holy, everlasting existence. I mean, eternity is his title. He's the king eternal, first Timothy chapter one, verse seventeen. God has existed from all eternity and shall exist through all eternity. He never began to live. He'll never die. This is an awesome truth. It, and, and it is. It's beyond our comprehension, as we've said. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. And there are so many verses referring to that. Just a couple of them. Uh, for instance, uh, let's, let's look at Revelation chapter 1, verse 4. Um, just... Uh, just so we can shorten this thing. And there are many more verses that talk about his eternality. Then there's his immortality. Oh, yeah. or excuse me, his immutability.
0: Oh, okay. His
1: immutability. Okay. Uh, and you know what that means?
0: His immutability. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That means he doesn't change. Right. Jesus said, I'm the Lord, right. I change not. He doesn't change right. from day to day. What he said yesterday, uh, he meant today and for the future. Yeah. And and he does not. I'm the Lord thy God. He says, I change not.
0: There is no shadow of turning with thee.
1: There is none. Thou art the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. Right. Hebrews chapter 1, 12 uh, indicates that. Uh, This essence, uh, uh, it it talks about his counsel, his will, um, uh, his attributes. Nothing changes. He is unalterable. He endureth forever. His perfections, his purposes, his promises are ever the same. Wow. Think about that. Um, There's so much more I could say about that, but just... Uh, uh, let's let's leave that to be sufficient for now. Uh, and speaking of sufficient, one of God's attributes is self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. Did you know God doesn't depend upon us, not
0: for anything,
1: not for anything. Now He wants some things from us. Yeah. He wants us to love Him. Oh yeah. He wants us to serve Him. He wants us to worship him. He wants us to adore him. He wants us to sing about him. He wants us to preach about him and teach about him. And more than anything else, to believe him. Mm -hmm. He wants us to do that. But he's He's, self-sufficient. If he was the only being in the world, that would be sufficient.
0: He will exist whether the world believes in him or not.
1: That's right. He doesn't he doesn't need us. Excuse me. We need him. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Without him, the earth would not rotate on x-axis. Right. Without him, there would be no sun, moon, stars. He created the whole shebang. I know that's not a good theological word, <laughs> but that's what he did. He can he, he created everything. He's Mm self-sufficient. He needs nothing. He wants us. Number five, we talk about his unity. Now, why is there, you know, I thought there was only one God. There is only one God, but there's one God in three persons. There's the Father. There's the Son. There's the Holy Spirit. There's... Jehovah, eternally existing and manifesting himself to us in a threefold way. In himself, as father, by his son, and through his Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We believe here, as we sit here, we believe in the Trinity. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. God is the sovereign. Jesus is the Savior. And the Holy Spirit. Holy spirit yes. is sufficient.
0: He's the comforter.
1: He is. A, boy, I'm glad if you want to read uh, so many <laughs> things about the Holy spirit, read Romans chapter eight, yeah. over 20 times. We see the doctrine of the yes. Holy spirit. And we'll get to that, but uh, we don't want to leave the that would, Holy that Sp- would
0: be pneumatology. Right? Uh,
1: yeah. And we don't want to leave the Holy spirit out of any teachings no. that we do. No. And so there is a unity. Uh, now, these are his these are his uh, absolute attributes. Then there are now, now these are they, they can't be changed. You can't alter them. you can't paint them a different color. It, these are they are immutable. They, they He doesn't change. we said that. and these are his his absolute uh, attributes. Now, we're going to start a section. And, and and we'll not finish this one. Uh, but we're going to talk about his relative attributes. Uh-huh. okay. A- 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 his attributes as they relate to us and how they impinge upon our knowledge, okay? Oh, there's a bunch of these. A bunch of these. Um, I don't even... In fact, I don't think we'll even start it.
0: Yeah, there's there's quite a few. I mean, I I don't know how many here goes uh, over in there, but I'll bet you it's it's far more than twenty. Yeah.
1: yeah. As far
0: as relative attributes. Okay,
1: so so um, relative attributes. The first one is omnipotence. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's. let's Let's do quickly and, and name them. <clears throat> the second, as we know, is his omniscience. He knows everything. The word science in our language means to know. Yeah. And and the word omni means all. He knows oh. everything.
0: So he's all-powerful, om, omnipotent or oh.
1: omnipotent. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, that's the third one we're going to yeah. get to. So oh, you're oh, going to okay. run ahead of me here. Well, I thought you already mentioned it. No, no. I mentioned his, uh, yeah, well, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, omnipotent. Okay, so um, his omniscience, he knows. You know that Acts chapter 15, verse 18, I, I love this verse. I quote it to everybody I know. It-, it says, for known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Well, yeah, well, for, wait a minute. He knows everything? Yep. All is omni, uh, knowing is science. He's omniscience, uh, omniscience. Omniscient. Omniscience. Omniscience. Um, Past, present, future, they're all like an open scroll to him. No ending to it. That's right. He just knows it all. He knew who was going to be saved. He didn't make you be saved. He knew who would be saved. Mm. And by the way, he knew who would not be saved. Yeah. He knows who's not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah. He knows who will be in heaven with him. Yeah. He knows who will be in heaven. He doesn't make that decision yeah. that's up to you right. when you decide not to believe then he does not choose you that's right and he and we, we constantly in in, uh, in bible circles fundamental bible circles we always talk about the foreknowledge of god well there's more than just the foreknowledge of god he knew beforehand but he knows the outcome yeah. he's omniscient boy God's knowledge is absolute. He didn't acquire it. He didn't go to school. He just completely knows everything. He knows where you're hiding today, by the way, mm-hmm. if you're hiding from him. Well, let's yeah. move on. Because uh, because next in our next lesson, we're going to talk about uh, more of his attributes, but he uh,
0: omnip- he's also omnipresent.
1: We're going to say that today, and this is what we'll finish with today. All right, his omnipresence—he's all—he's—he's—he's he's, he's everywhere. He's everywhere, all at, at once, at
0: all times.
1: At all times. I mean, it's simultaneous. His his immensity f- fills the space. Um, his omnipresence fills all, of, all well, all of creation. It's it's everywhere. By him, all things consist. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, um, I'm going to read a poem here by Alexander Pope that that, that Lockyer has included mm-hmm. in his book. Um, he he divine he uh, Alexander Pope uh, wrote the poem, and and this is just a part of the poem and he describes the the divine quality it says he warms in the sun refreshes in the breeze glows in the stars blossoms in the trees lives through all life extends through all extent spreads undivided operates unspent isn't that
0: isn't <laughs> yeah. that well put that that sums it up very well
1: okay but the word we've talked about the um uh, uh, the absolute um Attributes and then we're going to and and now we're talking about the relative Attributes and we we've talked about the first three and there are more and so we'll get on those the next time we uh, We meet with you uh, on Tuesday underground The Christian underground news network and we'll be we'll be posting our next Our next podcast on Tuesday right now you know the name. You know that whosoever shall call upon the name. That's right. That name of the Lord shall be saved. You know that that name, omniscient, he knows you. He knows if you're going to receive him today. He knows if you if you don't. He knows when. He knows where. He knows how. He knows who. He knows it everywhere because he's everywhere present. And he's ever, in everything, powerful. He alone has the power to save you from your sin. And he made a way, he gave us his only begotten Son. That whosoever should believe in him, that is his death, his life, his death, his burial, and resurrection, should have everlasting life. Won't you believe today? With that, I'm finished, Curtis. Wow. Wow. Thank you again,
0: Pastor, for an extremely informative hour. And listeners, I hope I hope you were taking notes and uh, enjoying that as much as, uh, as we were uh, disseminating it. And we would remind you to please be with us again this Tuesday as we continue our series on the 10 Major Christian Doctrines. We will continue the study of theology on Tuesday with his relative qualities, uh, his relative attributes. Don't miss it. It will be fantastic information for now. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off. Until Tuesday, may God bless you.